0: I feel like kind of a fraud saying good morning because it is actually not morning right now. We usually record early, but it's the afternoon. Um. Anyway, hi, Lindsay. Hey. Today-
1: I was going to bleep you when you said morning,
0: but I didn't <laughs> realize you were going to recover. Um. Yeah, good afternoon. It will be probably morning when you listen, so that's why I said that. But anyway- I like it. Let's chat today about- uh, something that I feel is revelant, relevant to me this week. Um, and it's just kind of mindset on aging and aging related to beauty and our physical appearance.
1: Ooh. Let's,
0: let's chat about it. I feel like when I was thinking about how to introduce this topic, I kept like fumbling because I want to make sure... I don't feel like I need to over-explain myself, but I do want to say, like, disclaimer, obviously, beauty is super subjective. And um, I don't want to make anyone feel less than or whatever because, honest to God, there are, like, you know, different levels of beauty. And, um, you know, to me, beauty is when I see a woman who is comfortable in her skin, no matter what she looks like, that radiates beauty period. Like I have friends who are not the most beautiful people in the world. I don't consider myself the most beautiful person in the world, but I feel my best when I feel confident. And, um, and I know that the friends that I have that, when I think about beauty, when I, when I think of them, it's not what their face looks like. It's, what their face looks like, plus how they carry themselves. Yeah. And so anyway, I feel like that's important to say just right out the gate before we start talking, so that um, I don't get it. We don't get any like <laughs> people, <laughs> or, or angry people or or just women feeling like crap after they listen to this because th- that is certainly not the point. No. Um, but I did. I wanted to talk about it today, and and the reason why I wanted to talk about it today. Lindsay, thanks for coming along on my journey. Is that I <laughs> um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you already know this story, but I was sitting in a coffee shop last Wednesday, and this woman approached me, and she was,, um, the way that she said what of what I'm about to tell you, it was it was harmless. And I was not offended. Um, it gave me pause, but I was not offended. She said it kind of like in an endearing way, but she said to me, she was older, and she was like, if you scrunch up your forehead like that, while you're concentrating, it's not going to serve you well when you're older. And when I shared that on my Instagram, I did get quite a bit of feedback. Like you should have told that lady to kick rocks. Like, (laughs) you know, people were like offended for me. And I, I don't know why I wasn't offended at all. I I laughed and I, and she was, she was right. Like, and she kind of laughed too. And she meant it, you know, she wasn't trying to upset me. She was just trying to I don't know, be funny or something. I don't know. And I also grew up with a very like, tell it like it is grandmother. So maybe that just felt like, <laughs> felt like family like to me. Like grams, yeah. But, um, but anyway, then after that, I was like, oh my gosh, I am so behind on my Botox. I need my Botox so badly. I haven't had Botox since Easter and my forehead has all this movement and this random lady in the coffee shop said something to me and oh my gosh, I'm going to die. And
1: that's what <laughs> she was actually thing. telling you.
0: You're late for your Botox, sister. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Basically, she was like, "You need to schedule your Botox appointment." And that's exactly what I did. I I called immediately after that, and I was like, "I need your first available." And then I got, <laughs> and then and then I got it. I got my Botox. So anyway, I went down this whole. You know, I always have these conversations with myself. So then I was thinking all about like aging and mindset around aging and cultural expectations of women and aging and all these things. And I just thought maybe we should talk about it today. Just have a nice friend to friend conversation around um, aging and beauty and mindset. So let's It's a complex one and your um, skin looks glowing. Looks great. Mm, Thanks. I also got a um micro that day when I got my Botox um and so a uh, little shout out to my mother who works at a plastic surgeon office and if you're in Cincinnati go see Kareen at Peter J. McKenna uh cosmetic center because she can make your skin glow too but um Ooh, got the I called her and I was like can I come in <laughs> so I drove so I drove two hours to get it on monday i knew it was a terrible idea but i also knew i needed to do it and so um i did it and you know it was my whole day two hours both ways plus my time there and that was that was my day that i should have been um teaching my child the good and the beautiful (laughs) it's okay i did that There's room for you know, um, but anyway, yeah, so I got microneedling, which is just basically like a little tiny needle punctures all over your skin and it plumps your skin and it's supposed to like help with fine lines and wrinkles. And I did that and I got Botox. Um, so yeah, looks good. And your mom has very youthful, glowing. My mom has the best skin, she really, yeah. really does. I, uh, she's very, she's like an insane sunscreen person. Like she always wears sunscreen and she reapplies it like all the time. Um, And I'm not so great at that. So if I were to ask her, what's her, you know, son's, you know, favorite skin hack, I I know that's what she would say is like apply and reapply and reapply all day long. Um, Yeah, I feel like you might be, you're kind of the opposite of that. I've never put sunscreen (laughs) on. In in fact, we've had big, (laughs) discussions about how, you know, we disagree very much on that topic. Like, I don't think that you should wear sunscreen at at all, or very much at all. And she always gets really frustrated with me when it comes to Ruby, because I never put sunscreen on Ruby. And she's always like, you know, letting letting me hear her thoughts on that yeah. so
1: anyway well I mean and a lot of that is like how much are you exposing your skin and all that there's right. a little, again another complex topic that right. it's not just that you like let your daughter fry out in the sun right. <laughs> um right. yeah it's interesting I feel like it's also interesting like getting to an age where I don't know gravity is taking place um hormones are changing like all of those things affect the way I feel like I mean we're talking about skin right now but like your skin your body whatever with aging it's truly something to
0: accept and get used to because and this is what I was kind of thinking about like the whole time I was driving I was like you know I started thinking about like um Why do I like, okay? So here's the deal I'm a very clean person for the most part, meaning that like I cook from scratch. I only use like non chemical, um, you know, detergents and makeup and blah, 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 blah. But I am consciously injecting a neurotoxin into my forehead. And so then, you know, I know life is 80 20, right? We can't be like 100% perfect all the time. And I'm not trying to be, but I do wish that I didn't feel so addicted to Botox and then that got me down this whole like rabbit hole of well why do I do Botox and then I was my response to that was well I do it for me because I like looking in the mirror at a smooth forehead I like seeing photos of myself without wrinkles yeah. I am doing it for myself but then after that I, I was there was this other little like devil on my other shoulder that was like yeah but if but if you didn't have if that cultural expectation wasn't there you wouldn't even think of that as something that you needed to do for yourself and then I was like oh gosh it is a cultural thing it is like a you know American thing and I don't know I guess you know I'd like to think a lot of it goes back to like
1: I don't know that it's an expectation culturally, but I think like when you look at who's in front of you in like pictures and magazines, and if you, I mean, we all have different like algorithms and we scroll, but like models and blah, blah, blah. Like you're not seeing for the most part, people that have like aging skin in the, in the way that we used to age before. And so it's more prevalent because Botox is everywhere. Like I I mean, my dentist does Botox, like it's everywhere, you know, Um, and it's accessible and all of that stuff. And I think we're so used to it and we think it's normal now to be over the age of 40 and not have a wrinkle on your face. When most people, if they weren't choosing that would probably have some sort of like wrinkles or something, you know, unless they were like your mom and took perfect care of their skin hydrated perfectly and have genetics on their side so or, or I, my,
0: my 42 year old husband who literally just washes his face with water I don't know that's all met, isn't it they're like yeah, oh I meant. like
1: sometimes I wash it with soap once a week perfect
0: I use my three-in-one <laughs> body wash yeah it's true
1: <laughs> it's true and then we have yes. our whole skin routine um and I think like it's interesting for us to have this conversation too because we did meet Because we both were involved with Beauty Counter, which is essentially healthy and clean skincare products and beauty products. And then essentially we like both started doing Modera, which is collagen, which is also really good for like skin and aging and um, joints and all that. And so I think, you know, like that's obviously important to both of us but not all because of the vain reasons. I mean, yeah, that's a driver for a lot of people. It is for me too, but it's also because you want to take care of what you have. Like we're not getting any younger, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I think part of the way I feel about aging is I'm going to do the best I can. Meaning I'll try to invest in like products that I can afford and invest in. I'll try to take care of my skin. Um, Hydrate, eat well, sleep, exercise. I really feel like sweating, like even just just all of that plays into it. Um, but at the end of the day, I still feel pretty torn about doing for myself like extra things to my body.
0: Yeah. Well, I, so, I think so, like I don't know. It's so interesting because I've seen you know I saw one of my friends or acquaintance, acquaintances that I follow on Instagram, she was posting the other day about how um, she's just so against filters on Instagram, like, how they're just, they're just creating this, like, you know, um, unrealistic, like, view of women and people, and it's not good for our children to see these filters, and, and I agree with that to an extent, but then I was thinking, well, like, where do we draw the line? Because like a filter on Instagram is kind of like putting on foundation, putting on foundation in the morning. Like it's like makeup. Like, so is makeup a bad thing? Like, you know, and and of course, I think the correct answer as with everything is balance and, you know, um, balance, just, you know, not being extreme on either side, but there's makeup, there are filters, there are injectables, there are, you know um, surgeries like there's so many ways that you can enhance or change your appearance but you know ultimately it goes back to I think like we've all seen those women who have over modified their faces and (laughs) it's so crazy to me because those women all start to look alike right they have the same the blown in the wind look like the same puffy cheeks yes the same blown in the wind like skin pulled back like obviously you've had a facelift but the but the le- but the lips are still nice and puffy and like the mm-hmm. you know lids are lifted and and everyone starts to look the same when you're overly modified like that and to me that's not beauty at all that is more of like a i don't know like a, an obsession or an, an addiction to doing all the things, I don't know. It just, I, I just, my mind went down this whole rabbit hole of like, well, why am I doing this? And what's the right thing to do? And, you know, of course, Ruby watched me get Botox. She's watched me my whole life. And is that something I want my daughter to be seeing? I just, my mind was just going wild. Yeah. I think it's all really like real stuff to talk about. And I think
1: they're good conversations to talk about. Um, at the end of the day, I do like, we can't make, we can only make our choices for ourselves, right? Like what we're happy with and what we want to do. And I think essentially it's, if we're doing all these things to bring us happiness, it's never going to stop. Right. Like that's not going to be, it's like shopping. It's anything that we're trying to fill Like if that's the mode, Oh, if I just get Botox, then I'll be happy. I mean, sorry, sister, but that is not going to fill that void. I mean, think it did make me pretty darn happy. No, but I'm saying, like, okay. Like, I'm not saying it can't bring you joy. Like, it feels great to get a fresh haircut. It feels great to get a makeover or, like, a new outfit for a wedding. Like, all of those things can bring happiness and joy. I just mean, like, I guess I mean um, just security in who we are. Like, our foundation of who we are. like. Absolutely those things are kind of like icing on the cake if we want them to be yes i don't think we should expect those things to transform our identity because that's not our identity you know and if you want to do those things for you go for it because you're the keeper of your own body um and you're the one that gets to be okay with that stuff but just i mean same for what we eat what we do like all of it but at the end of the day i think that's kind of like what we have to have a come to jesus with with ourselves is like um if i want to do this okay cool if i can afford it and great
0: i'll do it but at the end of the day um i love who i am right speaking of jesus speaking of jesus Lindsay and i are reading the Bible, along with a couple other people, we're doing the whole Bible in a year. We've talked about that on here a couple of times. And in our reading this week, after I was already having this conversation with myself in my head, I was reading my morning Bible. Uh, what day was this? I don't know. It's from Isaiah 40. And it says, shout that people are like the grass, their beauty fades as quickly as the flowers in the field. The grass withers and the flowers fade beneath the breath of the Lord. And so it is with people, the grass withers and the flowers fade. but The word of our God stands forever. And that just kind of goes back to what you were just saying, like that we can't find our identity in beauty because it fades. And if we're not rooted in ourselves or rooted in, you know, the word, we're not going to be, we're going to struggle and, um. I think that's, that's the good reminder to have with ourselves. Like what importance is this and why is this something that's getting out of hand or is this just something like a haircut that makes me feel good in the moment. And then I move, move on. And I have a strong foundation to carry myself no matter what my physical appearance is, you know? Um, yeah,
1: I think for me, like th- those thoughts that aren't healthy start when I start comparing myself, like, Oh, yes. this person has this or this person then I can, and then I'm like, okay, this is not good for me. I need yeah. to like stop
0: that. I was,
1: That's where yeah, I was, it goes awry for, my, for me.
0: Absolutely. I was I was talking with another friend about this this week and she said that exact thing. She was like, when I'm alone, I feel very comfortable in my skin. I feel very confident. And then once I get with friends, I am tempted to compare myself to the women around me who have done X, Y, and Z And then if I allow it, it will make me feel less than because comparison is the thief of joy. 100%. It doesn't matter if it's about beauty or size of cars and houses. It doesn't matter. It can really rip the joy right out from underneath you if you you go there.
1: Yeah. Like I don't think about getting a boob job until the summer comes and I'm shopping for a bikini and then I'm like, man, that would be so nice to be able to wear normal women's swimsuits <laughs> instead of like the teen section for the preteens that are like in the trainer bras. But the then the winter comes and I'm like, this is great. I go to the grocery store without a bra. No one notices. It has its perks, you know? So yeah, I feel like mine ebbs and flows with what season I'm in
0: and how I don't sad I am. To Steph- I always say to Seth that I wish I could have like a um, uh, like a wearable boob job that I can put on and take off when I want to have it. And like not a padded bra? Like <laughs> well no but like fake like a fake boob like jacket. <laughs> like probably like uh, like a Mrs. Doubtfire suit but like for sexy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's amazing. And I don't want fake boobs but sometimes you're right when I see like you know, out at the ocean and this beautiful big boobed lady. I'm like, Oh, that I would, that would be fun. And
1: then I don't even want big boobs. I just want like boobs. Yeah. So anyways, dad, stop listening. But, um, (laughs) that (laughs) is where I feel like it's, those are the, that's what I'm talking about though. Like I don't care until I'm in a position where I care and then I forget about it and then I'll care again, you know? Right. Um, And then part of me is like, but why do I care? Like, I don't lose sleep over it. I don't know. It's interesting. I think we all have those things if we're being honest with ourselves about things we wish we could change or we want to change or we did change. Um,
0: And maybe we are happier for it. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I do do really feel like, you know, I, I said this at the beginning, but the times that I feel the best about myself are 100% Botoxed or not Botoxed when I'm eating well, when I'm sleeping well, when I'm exercising, exercising for me is like beauty in 30 minutes. Like I feel so much better all around physically, emotionally, spiritually after I've exercised. And we've probably mentioned that 9,000 times on here because it really is so key to my mindset being in a healthy place. And I know it, it is for you as well, Lindsay. But you know, that's, that's really it. Like, I just, I need that um, to feel. And then everything else is kind of, like you said, the icing on the cake. But I do know that this, this conversation is a struggle for a lot of women. And maybe, maybe we're a little bit ahead of the curve here. Like, I think if we revisit this in 10 years, if we're still podcasting, we'll probably have more to say in, you know, when we're in our fifties about this, because I just feel like, especially if you're someone that has identified, if you're someone that's been told throughout your life that you're pretty or you're beautiful, and that is kind of a way that you've identified yourself or people have identified you, when that starts to go, that can be a really hard time for women because that is something that they've kind of gripped onto or identified with, and then to watch it sag or lose its you know youthfulness is I'm sure I know it's hard for people I've I've heard older women say that um
1: what interests me about the topic because I feel like like when I was in college no one was getting Botox that like wasn't a thing yet so but I know a lot of girls now are starting in their 20s or earlier so what what I'm interested in is what is are those women gonna like what happens? Does it, if you can, t- can if you consistently get it from your twenties on to like age 70, I just wonder what that's going to be like.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's so in a new like-
1: generation. That's all like a new, you know, This. Yeah. Is-
0: well, according to my mom, it's preventative, right? Yeah. Because I've heard that too. But then I've also heard the other side of that is that it's actually not preventative because your that muscle is like essentially dying. So if you don't have if you if you're unbotoxed, that muscle doesn't have any strength to it because it hasn't had to work. So it's gonna sag even more. So I don't know which is true. I've heard both I've heard only time will tell. Holler if you're somebody who started we'll do a project. We'll follow you. Great
1: human experience. I'll experiment. I mean, everything's like that, right? Like anything new that comes out. But that that does make me wonder, like, I don't
0: know.
1: Yeah. And it- I, the other I,
0: thing that's interesting about this whole conversation is like, and I, I kind of said this already, but like culturally, you know, I think like um, I've seen a lot of celebrities and European women lately who are not, participating in this anymore I think they used to and they've stopped I think the European trend is kind of fading away from the stiff face the overdone look and they're and and it's going back to like just the more natural look you know trends ebb and flow like we could talk about the way that like some people in our age groups their eyebrows are like forever thin as a pencil because they plucked their brows all off. At one point, yeah. that was yeah something someone that was something people wanted to do, right? right? And then came along behind that the microblading to get your brow back to being bushy and like things trend and and so when it comes to beauty, if you're manipulating things that are trendy in that moment but making a permanent change, like ugh, I don't know, yeah. that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Yes, that is true. That is a whole nother conversation. Hmm. So, I mean, ultimately, you know, I am not here to say that something is right and something is wrong. That's not the conversation I want to have today. I'm not answering what you should do with your beauty. That's not the point. The point is just to to kind of discuss like, you know, why we do the things that we do and who is it serving? What's the underlying reason for all of this? these beauty things that we do, but let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and wrap it up. Okay, cool. Okay. We're back. Okay. Something I wanted to
1: talk about was what you led with in the beginning of the conversation, which is just like beauty is confidence essentially. Yeah. And I think for me, like we were talking about aging and I felt like when I turned 40, my body literally knew it turned 40 and started shutting down or something in a weird way. Like, like things that didn't, things that used to work for me weren't working for me as much. For instance, for exercise, I used to feel like I'd go on a run and come back and feel rejuvenated and my metabolism felt like it worked really well and whatever. And then I realized like, okay, so what used to work for me, feeling good in my body and all that stuff isn't really serving me. And I, I have recently upped like, using weights. And you hear that all the time. If you follow fitness, people just like women over 40 or even like 35 should really start working on their strength training, but it's so true. And I think part of aging is like being open-minded to the fact that what used to work for you might not serve you the same way. And so finding new hobbies or finding new ways to exercise because that builds confidence. And then when you're confident, you feel more comfortable in your own skin, which essentially is what's beautiful. I think about people. So, um, it's not really about weightlifting, but for me, and I don't lift like crazy heavy weights or anything, but that's been one way that I've noticed that I have felt better. And, and I just didn't really like care to do it when I was younger and didn't really need to, you know, I didn't yeah. need to do that to feel healthy. Um,
0: but I've had to shift that a little bit. I love that. I think that's so true. You know, it's just, it. it's constantly about the pivot and just checking in with yourself, seeing what, you know, what you need each year. <laughs> yes. I think after you, you know, get to to this age box like each year hits a little different and you just need to check in and see like what what exactly you need in that moment. And you know, like we could talk about I don't neither of us are there yet, but like women that go through menopause, like their needs change a ton at that stage and they need different things to feel okay. You know, that can be a really hard time for for women from a hormonal standpoint. And so, yes, absolutely. Like we just, we have to keep pivoting and I love a good routine and I love a good schedule, but, but also the key is yes. Checking in with yourself and seeing if what you're doing is still serving you. And if it's not, if it's helping or hurting, and if it's contributing to confidence or if it's, you know, if it goes too far and it's contributing to, some sort of insecurity or deep-rooted issue or, you know. Yeah. And
1: we've talked about intuition a lot, but what's funny is I feel like my intuition with working out and exercising isn't always right for my body. Like what I always default to are things that are like cardio, because that's what I did for sports when I was younger and that's what I did. But then, um. Lately, I've been like, you know what? I don't really feel like lifting or doing dumbbells, but I think that's what my body needs. And so some of it is like, not like, I don't know, just rewiring that of like realizing that what you want and you what you, what you think is good for you. Because the bottom line is I would come back from runs and I was exhausted for the rest of the day. And that's what started. I was just like, oh, I didn't used to feel like this. What's going on? And I think that's true. Like I was, I really was just exhausted. Like I needed to do something that wasn't taking so much energy. Um, And anyways, that's one example. But yeah, it's like constantly just being open-minded, constantly feeling like, okay, what's working? What's not
0: working?
1: Um,
0: Because when you feel your best and you have a good you know, secure um step in your step, that is when you are going to radiate beauty for sure. I, I, I really believe so. that. Um, I think
1: so. And I mean some of most of the people that I feel like are the happiest really do take care of their physical self, whether that's just like eating really well, walking a lot, you know, whatever. It's like they're making that a priority. And
0: yes you know, there's a reason for that. Yes, for sure. I totally agree. I'm not saying I'm going to stop doing Botox, but I am, no, <laughs> but what I am, no, what I am saying is I can do both. Like, and I, you know, everyone has to draw their own line in the sand. Like yeah. maybe some people, you know, want to get filler or want to get some sort of surgery, like whatever, draw your own line in the sand. It really doesn't matter. What matters is, what's going on you know behind the scenes underneath the covers not underneath the covers that sounds sexual but you know like (laughs) underneath it all like how you're processing on a emotional and spiritual standpoint you know I think yeah we
1: just want to be healthy when we make those choices and there's a reason for that because you want to be confident in the choices that you're making so you don't regret it or you don't feel like you did something you shouldn't have done or whatever. But if you feel confident, like going in different directions or it's, yeah, it's up to you. And I think the aging process is not for the faint of heart. It's hard. It's the same with being pregnant. I remember like, it's hard when your body changes as beautiful and amazing as being pregnant is. It's weird when you just start gaining all this weight and you have a, I mean, it's just, it's hard a little bit. Yes, You don't fit in anything. Like, I don't know. And so I feel like it's kind of that thing, like there's part of it that it's just gonna happen. Like, you know, you only have control over so much. Um, but, you know, when I think back to like my grandmothers and like I, yes, I thought they looked older and stuff, but like, I love that look of of beauty and being like a wiser. And my mother-in-law, I think I showed this on here before, um, we had a conversation before about, I don't know if we're talking about Botox or what, but she was like, I've earned my wrinkles. And I thought that was cute.
0: Yeah, I think that is, that is super cute. And I I have like, you know, smile lines and I love, um, yeah, I like sure, sure, I could fill them in. I could fill them, um, but I don't want to. I don't know why <laughs> I want to, I want to smooth my wrinkles on my forehead, but I don't want to, these are from, this is from my life experience of, laughing with my child and my husband and you know are those I, dimples it's, well I do have dimples but I also have some
1: yeah no keep that I have opinions yeah. about that
0: yeah I, I just keep like that. again and that's why I said everyone draws their own line in the sand maybe maybe I know my mom doesn't want her smile lines there I I do I like them um yeah. so whatever teach their own I, I really feel like this is you know, a no judgment zone. And I, um, again, like, I don't, I am sure there are women out there who are like completely against, I there are women who are against makeup. There are women who are against Instagram filters. Like everyone yeah. draws their own line. It's, but it's, it's deeper than that for me. It's like, you just have to be secure, um, deep down yeah. Yeah. below the uh, surface
1: well yeah and know and have like be realistic knowing that like what we see when we're scrolling and all that stuff like it's not all real and so we are adults and I think that when you talk about like people using filters if you're an adult like whatever you do whatever you want right but I think like you know for a kid's mind that's still growing and stuff like that like that is hard for them to decipher what's true and what they want and it's easier for them to get caught up in stuff. But I think if that's really tripping you up as an adult, then you probably need to go off of it because it's not doing anything great for your self-esteem. Right. Um or you just like change your mindset like, you know what? If I'm oh my gosh. you know.
0: Wait, did you know that this is so crazy? I saw this on someone else's Instagram, but now there are fake Instagram accounts that are like artificial intelligence people like the 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 it they look like real humans and their whole it's a whole instagram account of like this girl and she has a name and she has a face and a body like she's a human she looks like a real but it's it's fake it's just like ai okay, that i
1: did not love <laughs> that's
0: so crazy to me that's a whole other topic but like yes then we have children on tiktok who are seeing these ai things yeah. they're not real i don't know that's a whole, but but again, same solution. The solution is your children need to be, you need to be making, building confidence in them so that they can carry themselves and not feel the need to compare to this AI robot or other children. in That yeah. uh, is
1: next level. Like nothing is it oh, it's next level.
0: Ah, ah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But that's the exact stuff that gets people like in a, headspace, not everyone, but people that are struggling. And then it's not even real life. So yeah. like, what are we even doing? I don't know. I think, um, it's really easy. Like that is just like a deep hole to get in, but, um, gosh, you know, I think a lot of that comes, well, speaking of aging, I think not comparing and staying in your own lane
0: I yeah. think it does get a lot easier as you age. Yes, for sure. I mean we I there's a reason that, that there's a reason that wisdom comes as beauty fades. I think. <laughs> I think that was planned out perfectly. Um, you know, that's, we get yeah, wiser, okay. well, our our priorities shift a little, hopefully, you know, if we're um, you know, if we're if we're secure adults we get wiser as beauty fades and it doesn't matter so much to us anymore because we have other priorities. Um, but yeah, those, those middle school life, that middle school is when that really kicks in and like, that's really important to those teen girls. And then, you know, I don't know. Yeah. 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 They all care. They all care. care. So anyway, that's just some random thoughts on Aging and beauty, if you if you if you feel strongly or want to chime in, let us know your thoughts on this topic. Um, let us know where you draw your line in the sand or what your you know what your thoughts are here. Cause yeah,
1: I just think I it's think it's irrelevant. The perfect, the perfect time to get real with ourselves on why certain things are occupying so much of our headspace. And if you feel like you don't have a good balance with that maybe take a step back and um spend more time in like real life land you know yeah
0: so maybe don't tell people at a random coffee shop if they if you see their <laughs> one I'm getting that's on me she's allowed to say that to me it's on me how I how I take that from there but anyway well, okay that, okay it's the perfect time Go exercise, make your body feel good. That is where your beauty is going to shine. Yeah. Toodaloo! Toodaloo! Toodaloo.